With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Kevin Millar can help us out, Major League Baseball Network analyst, and uh, he, of course, won a World Series championship with the Red Sox. Millar will uh, be out there with uh, MLB Intentional Talk. That will be from uh, the Field of Dreams in Iowa today. That starts at 5 Eastern. Millar joins us now from from the cornfield. <laughs> How you doing? Danny, I'm looking, well, I'm, look, I'm looking for my six. My six four three or five three, you know I can ground out short with the best of them, but a lot of guys looking for their home run balls. I'm gonna tell you right now. There it is, Danny. There it is. The corn. You can and get, by the way you could lose little children back there. I just want to tell you one thing. I'm gonna give you something right now, okay? All right. Corn sweats. It creates humidity. On the field today is gonna to be a hundred degrees. What's the word, Benny? Evapotransportation. That's what sweating of the corn. So just so you know, there you go, and you're welcome. <laughs> if you hit it into the corn, it's a home run. Yes, it's a home run if you hit it into the corn. You circle the pillows. How? What's the uh, distance there down the line in center field? You know, that's a great point. I think this is about 302 to right. Always, They always give right, right field the cheap side. How about, how about the pool hitters like myself and you, because you're a pool hitter, Back in eighth grade, I think you led the league in home runs. Left field's about 323. Okay. And and what about dead center? 400. Now, that's that's the that's the regular field I'm giving you. Okay. Here, dead center's probably about three, 340. And you do have those light poles that are in the field of play. Yes. Light poles are in the field of play. It's almost like the goal post in the end zone in football. Heads up, coming in high. All right. Um, what kind of alterations did they make for this field? So it is like this is a this is a major league game tonight. This isn't an exhibition. No, this is a big event. A uh, couple years they've had this in the plans. Major League Baseball's done a great job. This is the movie set field right here. So out here is the movie set field. As you can see over there, 
is the field of dreams field that they have just absolutely nailed it. I mean, the, the, the fence looks like a, a rustic, but it, it looks like a wall, but it's padded. Uh, there's 8,000 seats. You have to have a seat, you know, to be in there. There's nowhere really to stand. So it's a cozy feel and it's exactly what you think. Father, son playing a game of catch. Kevin Costner going to be there. Kevin Costner is going to be on the show day. He's here. Me and Big Poppy were having a cocktail last night, and there goes Costner walking right by. I mean, we're in Iowa. We're you, everybody's right there in the same spot. And I'm telling you, uh, got a chance to hang out with his his crew. They love him. They say he's a wonderful man. All right. So the Field of Dreams field is not used for tonight's game. It's the right. other one that Major League Baseball went in and. Did they, they just created a temporary field? Did they wipe out all the corn there to create this uh, new baseball field? Yeah. For those that have never been here, which is a lot of us, th th there's nothing but beautiful farms and corn and the vision to have to create. It's almost like, you know, Steve Wynn and Shadow Creek in Vegas, you know, going back 25 years ago, it was just a desert and flat. And then you create this golf course that's like heaven it's the same field it's absolutely just gorgeous they created this field it's impeccable it's like the masters it's there's not a there's not a there's not a row out of place and this is like i said the movie set field yeah and you get over there it, it's just it's, it's it's breathtaking it really is it's breathtaking what are some of the other cool things that you have out there that people will be able to tune in and watch well, you're going to have some really cool, good-looking players, as you know, with oh. your shirt off, Judge and Stanton, obviously. you got right. the White Sox and you got the Yankees. This is a real game. This is, a, this is a, an event. It's exciting. And, uh, you know, it kind of it kind of kickstarts the boys' summer going into September for these playoff pushes. Uh, your favorite movie, baseball movie of all time is? Bull Durham. Bull Durham, hands down. It's as realistic as you can have. Aside from, you know, her being in the clubhouse, but it's, it's exactly it. You got the high, good, tall, hard-thrown pitcher that can't throw strikes, and then here you go. You got Crash Davis, uh, you know, doing his thing behind the plate. What's the craziest story that you experienced in the minor leagues? Oh, Danny. Uh, craziest experience. John Roscoe, he's a sheriff now in uh, New Mexico, Albuquerque. And the reason why I bring his name up because we were just there on a, on a tournament. But he would ground out to shortstop. That's just this is, and he would stick his head into the toilet. Now, you know, minor league toilets, there's everything in there, Danny. Everything seeds, dip, chew, whatever you want to do. And he would flush it. So when he would struggle, head would go in the toilet, come out, <laughs> and give him this one. He was a second round. Draft pick, but great guy now, sure. It's a it's a rally swirly. It's a rally swirly. I like that, you know. And then karaoke right down the road in Clinton, uh, Clinton, Iowa, and uh, yeah, it, it's the minor leagues, right? Uh, which team playing tonight will go further in the playoffs? The White Sox or the Yankees? I think the White Sox. Yankees are making a run. The Yankees. I mean, we all thought the Yankees were were done, and then they go out and get Andrew Haney and uh, Haney, and obviously make the moves with Rizzo. And Gallo, but you know, then the COVID thing hits and the Rizzo back out. So they've dealt with a lot, but they put themselves right back in position. Red Sox have struggled, bunnied a little bit. They they blew out Tampa last night, but I think the White Sox are a really good ball club. Well, behave out there. Uh, are you taking BP today? I did yesterday. John Smoltz gave up a home run to a 14 year old dead center here in the corn. Uh, <laughs> I did a lot of ground balls to shortstop, Danny, as you know. Wait, short, uh, you had Smoltz on the mound throwing BP? Yeah, so we, Poppy and I were going to have a home run derby. And then, you know, it was funny because uh, I'm getting a bunch of texts like, that's not fair. He, he's way better than you. I go, I get it, guys. 
He got here just a tick late. We had uh, Smoltz throw a little BP to me. Like I said, a lot of ground balls. And then there was the Little League guys that were coming to play. And a 14-year-old took Smoltz dead center. So it was interesting. Uh, he wasn't happy. You know Smoltz, he's a competitive Son of a gun. He was not happy. I'm like, bro, we're at the field of dreams. It's okay, Johnny. No, you got to throw – you got to knock the kid down with the next pitch. <laughs> yeah. He, and uh, you know what? I think if he would have got another bat, I think the kid was going down. Great to talk to you, buddy. Thank you, Kevin. You got it, brother. We'll see you. That's Kevin Millar. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Colts owner Jim say, 
Uh, Jim, thanks for joining us. We'll, we'll get to uh, Carson Wentz. We'll get to Peyton Manning. We'll get to Andrew Luck. But um, what's, what's the piece of memorabilia that you don't have but you want? Well, it's a great question. And, and I'm reading, I've read several books about it. Uh, I'm reading one now, actually. Um, I believe the Holy Grail from my perspective as an artist, as a collector, as a musician, as um, whatever term you want to use, um, a human traveler, uh, is Robert Johnson's guitar. It probably won't ever be found, his guitar. You know, if you talk to musicians like Eric Clapton, um, you know, Pete Townsend, just the great, greatest guitarist ever, you know, Robert Johnson, um, you know, just developed a style of play that um, influenced people today and, and um, is, is probably the most iconic musician that kind of combines all forms of music. So I'd love to find it, but I don't think we will. But that's why it's the Holy Grail. But you buy Elton John's Steinway. Do you play it or just look at it? That one is is very much of a playable, um, incredible Steinway. Um, I have um, John Lennon's piano, and um, it was in his flat in his house for many, many years. He wrote Sgt. Peppers on it. Um, he put a plaque on it on the side and listed some of the songs he wrote on it. Um, and quietly, somehow, um, I secured it in a sale, um, except that when it came, it was never taken care of very much since Don passed away 40 years ago. So, um, so it doesn't really play. Uh, there's some dead keys um, on it. Uh, so the debate goes on with things like that. Do you fix it or do you leave it as he left it? What do you remember about that day? I think you were 12 years of age when your dad purchased the Colts. Was that? 1971 you were 12 yeah I, I was um, uh, I was 12 years old and the biggest thing that, that I remember is we went up to training camp at Golden Colorado where they make the course beer you know back then you used to go on the road for training camps and they like the altitude so um, I'm 12 years old I'm nervous as hell I'm in the cafeteria. It's training camp. I'm there to work as a ball boy. And I get a tap on my shoulder, and it's, son, move your ass. And it was Johnny and Knight. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, sir. You know, and, and I sat down, and, and that began the lineage of um, all the players telling me what I, how I need to do things when my time came. I had the 75 team in 2012 in. Burt Jones and everyone was still alive. You know, Ray Oldham was gone and we couldn't find Jackie Wallace, unfortunately. Nelson Muncie was gone. But besides that, Burt Jones, Lydell Mitchell, Ray Chester, George Coons, Ted Marshall Broda, they all came in. I gave them uh, division championship rings from 75. And I sent one to Bill Belichick because, see, Bill was, I was, here's this 16 year old. The funny thing about the Flake Gate was, here's this. 16-year-old kid. Okay, my responsibility was put the Vaseline on the offensive lineman, but they're yelling at you, wipe it down because it's got to look like sweat, 
because it's not legal. You know, so they have tight jerseys, so the defensive lineman can't grab the offensive lineman. So they're yelling at me, you know, these giants, wipe it down, you know. So, you know, because they, they knew we were artists on how to make it look like sweat. So, you know, six feet away, you know, Bill Belichick sitting there, you know, 24 years old as Teddy's only, Ted Marshall's only intern coach that year watching me do this. You know, when the flake gate came up, I just could only laugh because, you know, here's Bill, here am I in a different era in our lives, you know, but I, I did send Bill a ring for that. I actually saw Bill at the Hall of Fame this weekend, so that was fun. Did you think about trying to put an end to the flake gate? Because it, it really didn't impact anything. I mean, it, it was kind of silly. You know, um, it, it, it kind of got got legs of it of its own. You know, um, I, I I don't really think it um, you know has any merit to, to anyone's legacy. You know, upping their legacy or damaging it at all. Of course, not at all. I, I just um, um, I think it's just one of those things where you know. You know, Dan, we're competitors, and damn it, <laughs> if you want to fight, <laughs> I mean, you know, the Patriots and Colts, you have to remember, I mean, brother, I mean, it's like, you know, we love each other off the field. We really do. I mean, I saw Tom Brady. I saw Tom up there. I saw Bill. I love those guys. I have the utmost respect for them. But when we're in the ring, you know, hey, it's give no quarter, take no quarter. I have a piece of memorabilia here, one of a kind. And I don't know if you would have been interested in this, but I have Ryan Leaf's jersey if the Colts had drafted Ryan Leaf. Wow. So they shot a little commercial, a promo, and he held up the Colts jersey. So Ryan gave me the jersey, autographed the jersey. But then I found out the, uh, the great Rolling Stone writer, Hunter S. Thompson, wrote you a letter prior to the 1998 draft and said, select Ryan Leap. Do you still have that letter? I do. I, I still have it. Hunter was just so hilarious, you know. Um, that would have been God the reason bless. why I wouldn't have drafted Ryan Leaf if Hunter Thompson is telling me to draft Ryan Leaf. <laughs> well, it's really interesting. You know, some of these things have popped up, and I'm so proud of Ryan to see him doing so well. I saw him, you know, I have a picture of Peyton and I and him uh, at the Hall of Fame um, you know, on Friday night before we did the gold jackets and, and he was just there and Peyton invited him to sit down at his table, which I thought was awesome. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to Ryan and then, you know, um, Ryan's been kind of, you know, doing, I know some broadcast work and stuff and, uh, um, you know, it's quite the story. It really is. I, I, I can only tell you that, half the National Football League would have taken Ryan Leaf and half would have taken Peyton. If anyone says different, they're not telling the truth. Uh, you know, I, I had a trusted, trusted personnel person that I knew, you know, for decades that was very expert, you know, and five minutes before the draft, I said, who are you taking? And he said, Ryan Leaf. I mean, this guy's good, you know, and and, hmm. and he was wrong, you know, but um, – we, we try to be as right as we can, but but you just, you know, I, I mean, the thing about Bill Polian is, um, you know, I brought him in so him and I could huddle up on a decision like that. Speech almost sounded like an audition for being the commissioner. Well, I don't think he asked to audition for almost anything, quite frankly. You know, I, I think it's like, 
President of the United States, Commissioner, you know, owning an NFL team. Let's see which one. Um, knowing Peyton, I, I, I'm not sure what direction. He, you know, him and I have had a lot of talks, and 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 we've talked through the years and talked through some scenarios uh, since he's retired and and that sort of thing. But um, I think he's done the right thing. You know, John Elway took a long time before he jumped back in it, and. And Peyton has been retired only for a certain amount of time, and he has young kids still. Um, but I, I really think with Peyton that he's a competitor, and the thing he likes to do the most is win football games. You know, he wants to beat you and, and be part of professional football on a team. You know, I, I think he would like to to go uh, win a lot of games as an owner slash general manager, whatever you want to call it. Um, Have you talked about him coming in part of the ownership of the Colts? I, I not not on ownership. You know that wouldn't be available here. Um, it, it's just something you know when you own a hundred percent like I do, um, and my family does, and you're going down that lineage line. I mean, I, I look at you know I, I think most of us owners like the Rooneys and the Maras and the Houses. You know we would never give up. A percentage of our team we just wouldn't it's just i guess old school you know the hunts or whatever well um, when's the last time somebody made an offer to buy the colts recently you know probably about about uh uh god probably you know um probably about a month ago to be honest with you you know uh it, it's a great I, look it's a great investment i've told any owner that's ever come into the league and i've talked to a lot of them i said you know, you will never regret what you just paid for this club. It will be worth more than you can imagine. And you will never look back because in the hundred year history of the league, no one has, no one has ever, not once, you know, and um, those things, you know, look at those things can disappear. You never get, um, you know, uh, overconfident because uh, um, the largest mountain can fall. When's the last time you talked to Andrew Luck? Well, gosh, I say it's been probably about, um, you know, probably about at least a year, you know. Um, I, I mean, in my mind, when when this thing ended, um, it wasn't coming back. You know, it, it just, and I talked to Chris and Frank about it, and, and you know, I, I know they were really, you know, hoping that it would come back. Um, other people thought maybe uh, time would, would change something. But I really knew deep down inside of me that, 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 it, was, that it was over, you know, that, that, um, that it wasn't coming back and, and, and he wasn't coming back. And I think, um, boy, I tell you, it, it's something, you know, to be a franchise quarterback in this league, you, you can't be in. 95%. I mean, you, you got to be in a hundred percent. I mean, it is, it is big time demanding, you know, and, and um, so um, I just wish him well um, with his daughter and, and he has a wonderful wife and, and he has a, a big future ahead of him. It's just not, you know, in, in, in uh, professional football as a quarterback and, and he's made that clear um, and, and he's never wavered on that. Are you expecting Carson Wentz to be your starting quarterback that opening game against Seattle? You know, I, I hope that he is, but I told Carson, I said, hey, 
you got to be 100% before you come back. I, none of us want you to rush it. You know, we want to look back two years from now, four years from now, six years from now and say, this is, you know, his 101st consecutive start or whatever. Um, that That's what it's about. My biggest goal to do anything I possibly could, you know, is, is to give the best atmosphere for him to stay healthy and stay on the field because, you know, he's a tough guy and he wants it. He wants that as much as anyone. Um, and I think it's just a, a question of getting in into that, 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 you know, the football gods call it what you want, but just into that groove. I mean, obviously, you know, he's a, he's a big, strong guy. He's a competitor. He's a tough guy. He's everything that you're looking for. And, and I don't think there's a question he'll fail if he stays healthy and stays on the field. No question in my mind, he will be a top five or six quarterback. It's great to catch up with you again, Jim. I hope you're healthy and uh, good luck with this upcoming season. Well, thanks so much. We love watching you and thank you for having me. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's make way for uh, the fastest man in the world. He's uh, Usain Bolt, who joins us from Jamaica. Last time I had you on, I gave you an idea. Fantasy camp, where people could come in and race you in the 100-meter dash. And you could charge them $5,000, $10,000. Did, did you ever take me up on this great business idea? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, you got thousands of people who'd run, want to run, pay that kind of money. I mean, all you got to do is run like 11 seconds or something. You don't even, like you can coast, right? Yeah, it's true. It's true. But for me, it was it was all up to the the. I want to blame. I'm gonna put that one on my manager. <laughs> I'm put it on management. I'm put it on management. This one. How how often <laughs> do people come up and say, "Let's let's run, let's race"? All the time. All the time. Like that's yeah. that's a. 90% of the time, the first thing people say is like, yo, let's race. Let's go. I think I can take you. <laughs> That's their first go-to. Did you ever race anybody? I've, I've, I've raced a few kids just to put a smile on their face, but like <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> Are you still the fastest man in the world? Um, Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. How tough was it to watch the Olympics when when it comes to the track and field? It was it was tough to see, especially because uh, my fellow Jamaican like male sprinters weren't doing well. So for me, it was it was really tough to just watch and sit at home and not be able to even say something to them or talk to them or anything. So it was it was pretty rough. Michael Phelps talked about his heart started beating a little faster when he was watching the swimming. Like what what is does your heart change when they get to the they, you know, they're starting line and you know that gun's going to go off. What's that do to you? I get very nervous. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck when, when I watch people compete. 
when I'm competing, I'm fine. But when I'm watching, even the hundred meter finals, I I didn't I wasn't supporting anybody really, but I was still nervous watching it. You know what I mean? So for me, I can't like watching competition is rough for me. But when I compete, it's it's fine. <laughs> What's the strangest thing you ever thought of when you're in the starting blocks? I don't know. Like, do you like, have music in your head or like try to, how do you clear I everything think, out? I try to think about random, like in the starting blocks, you got to clear, try to clear your mind as clear as possible. Like when it comes to like standing me on the blocks, I think about random stuff. Like I'll think about if I'm going to go out after, after, or am I going to play video games or what might I get for, for dinner or something? I try to think about random stuff. Like anything, I'll just think about random stuff before I go on my marks. When I get into the blocks, you have to try to clear your mind. What about when you're running the race? Running the race, I'm just looking. I might look, I just look around. You know what I mean? I tend to look around and see where I'm at, but I'm not really thinking about anything. I'm just trying to get to the finish line. <laughs> How close were you to coming back? I I wasn't really close, but I asked my coach. I said to my coach, I coach, I feel like we should you should give it a shot and he goes nope i told you when you retire that's it and that's what he said he told me like yo when you retire that's it i'm not gonna come back i'm not doing a comeback to like anybody else this is it when you retire you make up your mind to retire that's it nothing else yeah but aren't you in charge yeah, but he's the best, and he told me he's not going to coach me, so I can't, I, can't, I can't force him to coach me. You know, he was like, nope, I'm not coaching him, so if you come back, I'm not doing it. I don't know if it'd be that hard to coach you. I might be able to do that, you say. <laughs> right? I think you could still run. What do you think you could run right now? What are you, 35? Yeah, I'm 35 in a couple, in like a week. Okay. So, um, If I gave I you know, two months to get ready, how fast do we run? I don't know, probably 10-1. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be pushing for nine nine. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If I got if I got time, I still got speed. If I got time to get my my core ready and everything, I, I'll be all right. All right. Let's go through the names of the kids. You got your daughter Olympia Lightning Olympia. Bolt. You got yeah. Saint Leo. Yeah. And then you got Thunderbolt. Yeah. Okay, what's mom say when you are you bringing up thunder? Are you bringing up lightning? For me, um, when when we when we had Olympia first, we the rule was if it was a girl, she would pick the name. If it's a boy, I'll pick the name. So that's she got the name um, Olympia. And then when the boys came, I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's that's how the names worked out. <laughs> but 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 Thunderbolt, I mean, I hope he's fast. <laughs> that's what everybody says. And he's full of energy, so that's a good sign so far. He's the one that cries a lot, and he's the one that will keep you up at night. So that's a very good sign so far, you know what I mean, that he's full of energy and ready to go. And But St. Leo... Your middle name is is Leo. Yeah, Saint Leo. Saint Leo. Is my name. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wanted a junior, but I was like, you know what? If I give one my name, then the other one's going to be upset. So I was like, you know what? Just give him half my name. <laughs> I was wondering if you. I think you loved cricket growing up. You loved soccer, but if you had it stuck to one of those sports, like what kind of 
cricket. Like cricket, play. I think I would be really good at cricket because I was good at a young age and I really loved it because my dad is a huge cricket fan. So I was always something, even when I got to high school, I still wanted to do it. So I would try to train with the guys and then the coach had to stop me like, no, you, you have to do track and field. You can't play cricket. This is what you're here for. This is what you're going to do. So his cricket was something that I really loved and I, I knew I would be pretty good at it. When did you become such a big football fan? American football. Um, it, for me, it was just one day because we didn't get a lot of channels, channel, uh, channels back where I'm from. We didn't have cable and stuff. It was like two stations, you know what I mean? And just one day I'm watching on TV and they, the first game, it was, I can't remember, it was the Packers against who. And I was like, you know what? I like the Packers. They're pretty good. And that's how I really started to support the Packers. And then when I came to Kingston, we had a lot more channels and then we could watch more games. And I started getting into it year after year. And I, and then my team, my friends were big football fans. My best friend is a giant fan. So that's how I really got more and more into football. But the Packers colors are similar to Jamaica's colors. Did that impact anything here? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, it was just, first, just like soccer, my I support Manchester United. It was just the first game I actually saw, and they were pretty good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to support this team. And that's how it started. And when did you did you meet Aaron Rodgers yet? No, no. I'm looking forward to it. I wanted them to get – if they made it to the Super Bowl last year, I would have been there and I would have met him. <laughs> yeah. How do you think you would do as a wide receiver? Um, I, would, I think I'm pretty good. I think I have good hands because I use I I use I normally play, I play cricket back in the day so I think I have good hands I have speed. It's just running the routes. I don't know maybe maybe not. <laughs> well, how are you when you get hit though? That's the key. Well, it, it's it's all about I think it's all about the 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 physicality. If if I work out, I'm pretty strong and I'm pretty tall, so I'm solid. So I think I could manage. Are we it, this Tyreek Hill? You know, uh, challenge is that is that ever going to happen? And I, 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 I have something here for you. I don't know. I don't know. It's something that I've I've thought about. You know, what I mean? but I was like, uh, should should I should I not? How about this? He about. wants forty. Yeah. You want a hundred. Yeah. How about seventy? I'm good. I'm good with centimeters. Because <laughs> I think I'm he'll good. take you in forty. Yeah. But he's not going to take you. And if he doesn't have you after sixty, then then he it's over. Yeah. Right. I, I, I still don't think he can take me 40 meters. <laughs> if, even if he gets there, it's going to be really close. Because <laughs> he's like you get started. But do you purposely did you start later in the 100 meters? That... No, it's just because of, it's because I'm tall. You know what I mean? So it, it takes me a while to get into my running. But he's going to get out there quick, quick though. Shorter distances. But he's going to get out there quick, man. Yeah, but. But I proved, I proved, if I could get in shape, I proved already that if I really like warm up and get ready to go, I can run fast. You know what I mean? Okay, this is what I'm suggesting the stakes are. Cool. Okay. A week after the Super Bowl, or yeah. it could be the Super Bowl weekend if he's not playing. You yeah. put up one of your gold medals. Yeah. And he puts up his Super Bowl ring. <laughs> nice. There we go. <laughs> that would be big. Yeah, because you got, what, eight gold medals? Yeah, I got eight. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's only got one Super Bowl ring. Would he be I willing? I don't think he's going to go for it. 
Well, if he's not afraid. Yeah, and he's, he's been talking, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I would love it. We should it. think about it. That We should put some thought into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you let me handle it. I got this. I'm a pay-per-view, <laughs> you're in on this, right? You, you want a piece of Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I, I said it to him. I've, I've texted him. I was like, you, you keep talking. I might just show up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's good to see you. Uh, hope you're doing well. And uh, thanks for joining us as always. No problem, man. It was a pleasure. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.